let's just go for it and go just for act it. like yeah i mean will smith of today that's going around slapping people yes mia we were so close <laughs> i'm so hurt i'm so hurt we were so close Yo, what's up? This is Marcus Lindsay. Hey, it's Mia. And you're listening to the Better Movie Maybe podcast. On this show, we review films based on their ideas, their concepts. We decide if those ideas stuck the landing. What are those concepts executed as well as they could have been? This week's episode, we are reviewing I Am Legend, starring Will Smith. Uh, this is currently streaming. I just use Will Smith only because it's kind of this movie. Willow Smith is in here too. Um, this movie is currently streaming on HBO Max, so you can definitely check it out there. Uh, but before we hop into it, this is a Will Smith episode, so we had to get a Will Smith expert. You know him from, we had him on the show before and we had to have him back. So I want to introduce Davis Wallace. Thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for the for inviting me back. So... We got Davis here, so we're we're gonna get down into the the deep, the roots, the the lore, and learn a little bit more about this movie. And I'm 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 excited to hop into it. So here on the show, we hop into this movie full of spoilers. So our commentary, our reviews, there's spoilers. We there's no way around it. So if you haven't seen this movie yet and you want to check it out, um, it came out 15 years ago. Like what are you doing? <laughs> like at this point, you've heard about it, right? Um, <laughs> so if you want to go check it out, pause right now, go watch it. It's on HBO Max. Um, then come back, make sure you come back. That's the most important part. Uh, but since I got that out of the way, so let's hop right into I Am Legend. Before we get into the movie, if you were to summarize this movie, I know it's old at this point. If you were to summarize it in like a line or two, or you're describing I Am Legend to somebody who maybe hasn't seen it before, um, how do you describe I Am Legend? the worst case scenario of COVID. <laughs> Basically. This, this movie does hit a lot different after living through a pandemic. That, <laughs> like, that is very You're true. like, oh. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I was trying to think, because I'm trying my hardest to not use Will Smith's slap joke so that this ages very nicely. Mm. Um, it's gonna come out. <laughs> but uh, and Pandora's box is open. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I have a better summary than that because that kind of that kind of works. That kind of sums up this whole movie. What do you got, Mia? Uh, I would just say like this is this is peak Will Smith performance. You get all of the uh, emotions and yeah. It's just, it's a peak Will Smith film. Okay. That's what I would say. Yeah. Will Smith at the height of his powers. Yes. Um. All right. So let's hop right into I Am Legend. I think this movie, this movie starts off really interesting. You get introduced to this doctor character um, and she has a claim that she has found a way to cure cancer, which, interesting. They also had, go ahead. She... She definitely her analogy though, I kinda wasn't on board with it. The car? For the Yeah. She was like, say cancer is like a car that's speeding down the road. You're driving a car and it's speeding. 
Mm-hmm. But if we replace you driving it with a cop, I was like, <laughs> no, no, that doesn't work for me. <laughs> so You're not, not I'm not there. sold. I'm not sold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think this, and kind of going back to Davis, what you're saying with us kind of living this pandemic situation. It kind of hits where I was like, oh, wait, this isn't as realistic as I think it would be back then because people weren't taking that vaccine. Like, it, like no one's doing this the same way. Like, she thought everybody was just going to hop on board. And I was like, ah, we've seen that it doesn't, it's not as effective as you think it's going to be. Um, but I really enjoyed this opening because you get through this. She's like, yeah, we've made this discovery. We're going to do it. And then immediately it just hits you with this three years later and the world is just in shambles. I love it. Um, I was into this movie, surprisingly. I didn't think I was going to be as like, oh, yeah, this was good. Does this, this, are we still on board? Is everybody still on board? Is this Will Smith at the height of his powers? Is this movie getting there? This is, it's tough for me to say. Um, just, just to go back, like, when I, when I heard, like, they were making this movie, I was, I was really really excited for it. I was I was really anticipating it just because it's a Will Smith standalone movie. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like he could really show like his a- acting chops in a movie like this compared to like movies that he's done. And like even like it's still like in his alley and with sci-fi. Mm-hmm. So I felt like it was best of both worlds. And I'm not saying it's we have to compare it to Castaway, but mm-hmm. at the same time like we we kind of do have to compare it to Castaway. It's just like Especially at that time, it was just like all the big studs, like they had like their their own, if you can say your 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 Oscar campaign for just like an hour of you just by yourself, your your screen time. Mm-hmm. So like it was, it was a lot of that like going into it. And just overall, like I still enjoy the movie, but I still felt like like it has potential it had potential to be to be great, a great sci-fi and all timer. I just felt like there was just a lot left on the table for whatever reason. Mm. Yeah. So I'm 100% with Davis and I want to go, I want to go there. Like I don't even need to walk directly. So we won't walk super straight through this movie because I want to know where this Will Smith fan, where he gets the nerve to come on here and say, <laughs> <laughs> you know, shame on me to say such things we're less than 10 minutes into this episode and i'm i'm curious i want to see what, so i i kind of echoed that a little bit i don't know if we're we have the exact same points but there's a part of this movie that i really enjoy and then it falls off after a while where i'm just like oh well now i don't care as much but like with this opening sequence i thought the whole basically shutting down new york um kind of filming this this real dystopian landscape of like shrubbery and all of this and weeds growing all over the place. I like the look of this. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was cool because the movie hops right into this. Um, I think with a lot of movies now, there's a ton of exposition that has to happen before we can get into these cool scenes. Mm-hmm. And I appreciated that we were just like, oh, a lady says she's going to cure cancer. Obviously, it didn't work. And now we're right. here driving through whatever. And I thought that was pretty cool. Right. Um, the CGI in this scene is is definitely from 15 years ago, right? It, it feels like it's from 40 years ago. Like, <laughs> it did not age well. Absolutely. But we didn't know back then. <laughs> we didn't know. But 
but a, a part of it too, I feel like it's just like we weren't completely digital as we are now since it came out at the end of 2007. We didn't really have smartphones. We even like when they when they start the movie, they they still do sports talk. Like I know it's it's New York, so yeah, they do that. But like that probably would have been a podcast or even like tweets if like that movie came out now. Mm-hmm. So like it's dated in in that sense. But like I I always felt that like. 2008 was was when like we switched to like being more digital with using our phones more using technology even Mm. to the fullest than what we did back then trying to think of with with this this is basically just he's he's driving the car through the city and he's hunting which yeah he never successfully does in this movie not at Uh, all but you see that he's trying and then they never really show what the results look like ever in this because it's whatever um but then there's like lions in the middle of the city like there's a whole bunch of stuff that kind of happens so you're like oh okay. I was, it was jarring because i'm like why are there lions in new york but i guess it escaped the Bronx zoo that's why there's lions up there i don't know three years seems like really fast for there to be just wild animals outside of their domain i took it as the lack of people there so the lack of control it's we're, we're just among the animals type thing mm-hmm. like nature just kind of took over did you see the i remember i remember seeing this when i was younger the batman the superman uh billboard in the background of this yeah and i was like okay that's that's cool or even like at the ticker like they'll have different things that they predicted future like it says like Shaquille O'Neal he retires and I, I and there's like there's something else they have the the BBS mm-hmm. and I think there, there's one other thing that's a that's Easter egg in there hmm. yeah yeah I like the detail of it I think the screenwriter of this was the screenwriter of the original Batman v Superman movie that never launched so I guess he kind of mm-hmm. put that in there to be like ta-da but um makes sense so- and and Warner Brothers so yeah so mm-hmm. it ties yeah, in and then you know Suicide Squad, right? So that all ties in. <laughs> yeah, it's a reach. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Yes, I guess towards the end, Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, uh, so we get kind of this intro to Will. I like this this whole thing because it's all very silent. There's no music to it. There's just kind of we're setting up the atmosphere of the movie. Um, from here. I think the movie's still kind of interesting. Is this when we start getting into the day of the life of him afterwards? Yeah. Or okay. We we do, and just to back up a little bit, which rewatching it now, I just I mean we're just more picky now. Like I had a little bit more of an issue just the fact like after the whole like oh she's she's gonna have a, a cure for cancer like we, we get through that but three years later then there's almost ten minutes of just like dead silence like no no dialogue like. Mm-hmm. I, I get it. It's it's just Will roaming New York, but still like, it, there, there's no there's no music. It's like it's it's an ad for for his Mustang. He's not <laughs> like like and like the rest of the movie. Like he's he, for most of the movie, he's talking with his dog. Yeah. So it's just like where where's the dialogue? Like, and even like and going back to thinking back like in the theater, like of course like you don't know what's happening, so you're just like okay, like what's gonna happen next? Like where is this movie taking? type thing especially if like especially at that time most people didn't read the book so it's just like okay mm-hmm. i'm open to anything but now it's just like needed to be a little bit more i definitely feel like this movie 
falls in the category of like you like you can watch it again but you're never gonna feel the same way you feel watching it again like for example there's one scene that I watch at least every three months and that's the one from Endgame when everybody comes out and sure. I still <laughs> I still feel all the emotions so you just turn out on out the blue like you yes what well, i need plenty of pick me up plenty of pick me up on your yeah, left I, <laughs> I i i definitely get that and i, I can relate it, and it so yeah that- with i am legend you're not because you know what's happening and so instead it's just like all right get to the the zombies what well, i forget <laughs> what they're called dark seekers the dark seekers yes, dark seekers yeah. hemocytes Oh, who's been doing his research? Oh, I was on IMDb. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> so you kind of get into the day of the life of Neville, Robert Neville. That's his name, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you get into his life. He's going to like, is it the video store and all that where he's interacting with these mannequins? And you're like, yeah. oh, he's a, he's a little odd after, after three years. But it gives you these cool little moments where will smith gets to shine a little bit because otherwise he'd have nothing to talk to but sam the dog so he's kind of playing around you can see that he's kind of lost it which not to skip like all throughout the movie but i felt like they should have leaned into this a bit more where you're like will smith is a little unsettling Mm -hmm. because he's been alone for three years they do it later on when we kind of introduce some more stuff and you're like, oh, this guy would be kind of weird because he hasn't talked to a human being in years. But I thought that kind of lends itself to where the movie was originally supposed to go. And we'll talk about the endings and all of that type of stuff later. But yeah, so you get in the DVD, um, you see that he's definitely paying attention to the time, right? Every time his watch is going off, he's looking at the sun. And up until this point, you really don't know what this movie is supposed to be about, right? Which yeah. I guess to Davis's point, looking at it now, you're like, man, this is this is a long time of nothing. Like it's a it's a really long setup where I'm trying to think of the first time watching it if I was like really excited to just kind of build up. Because it's not your typical Will Smith movie at that time where you're just like, Oh, Will Smith's doing punchy dialogue and doing something interesting. It's just kinda of like we're waiting to see I what happened. From from for me personally, I think the movie saved itself with that with the use of the flashbacks yeah like that really kept me interested because every little piece of the flashback because like the first one is you see them get in the car and they're driving and so you're wondering like well why didn't he leave the city it looked like he was on his way out so how did he get Mm -hmm. separated from his family and they cut back and you're like okay i want to see more of that and it just slowly progresses so that held my interest from what I remember when I watched it the first time. Because Willow, like he's she's the one that he should have been doing movies with. She was she's a it. star. She was good. She was good. She was. I thought she was solid in this. Um, so like kind of fast forwarding, so we can kind of get to some more parts of this movie. Um, after he does like his day in the life, you see him go back, and then this is when the movie you start to notice that stuff isn't as like what it seems like he's making the food oh there was a funny line here where he like made the food for his dog and he's like just the way you like it disgusting it's just like (laughs) yeah will smith (laughs) but i like the moments that he had with the dog like it was just it was kind of that that um i don't know what tom hanks character was tom hanks a wilson 
situation. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, 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 this back and forth, right. some levity. But then you see, like, after he's giving the dog a bath, he shuts every window, and you're like, "What is happening here?" Um, and then the sounds from outside are crazy. So I'm like, "Oh shoot, there's a movie happening." Up to this point, I honestly watching it the second time, I couldn't remember what this movie was what was supposed to happen and at what point like i knew it was something with zombie vampire people but i was like when does the action happen when does things happen in this movie um so that's i think that's when the flashback hits right like he takes he goes to sleep yeah flashback then we wake up and we get to i think this is probably like the first kind of Man, why does this movie feel like a big blur? Where are we at? Is this where he goes out midday and he's broadcast a message? Yeah. Yeah. So he broadcasts the same message every day, right? That he's going to be sitting on the dock midday for any survivors. Is that where we are? It it is, but kind of an issue just because, (laughs) I mean, honestly, like that was the scene of the crime of like where his family died. So it's like, hey, meet up here. Oh where shoot! I didn't even right. think of that. <laughs> yeah, oh. where well, where where I lost my family. So if anyone is here, meet me here. And okay, I'm just gonna sit here every day. And, oh uh, yo, that's depressing. <laughs> you're right. But I guess, right. but but I guess like with him just being the only person there, so it just seems like something was a little off with him. Which I, I think it would have definitely been accepted. Now I I wish they would explore that more. Just the fact, like, you know, like he's not okay, like he has severe PTSD or something mm-hmm. going on because of that. So that's why I said, like, there's a lot of potentials. Like, it was like hinted towards, but like they didn't really dive in. And the runtime of this movie is less than two hours. So that's why, like, I mean, typically, like, Will Smith movie is like two hours to 215. So, like, it, it could have been, there could have been more meat on the bones. Mm-hmm. So I think after this, this is where we get he and the dog are sitting there and they notice like one of the deer or the elk or whatever you call it. Um, and so they go chasing it and the dog runs into this dark uh, building and then the movie just goes from zero to a hundred. Like it gets super tense and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. stuff is happening. So yeah. there's a sequence here that I remember watching when I was little, when I was younger and it spooked me. And then I watched it again. And it still had me very unsettled when he was kind of walking through and he was covering his light so he wouldn't see anything. And then he like turns a corner and it flashes for a second. And it's all these like monsters just in a in a circle, like breathing really hard. And I, I watched it last yeah. night and I was still like, oh, I don't like that at all. <laughs> like mm-hmm. This is uncomfortable for me. Uh, but the movie could have used some more of that to me. Like, I think more jump scares. Not even just jump scares, but give me a little bit more building of right. the tension the entire time. Like, I think the first 20 minutes of this movie was building atmosphere, but they were doing it so slow and with nothing. It wasn't tense. It was just, these are things that are happening. Um, and then you just jump into running through a dark building from monsters or whatever is chasing you, apparently. Which I liked. I liked that part. So I think here, let's do let's do this because I'm curious. As far as like potential, where do you see where could this movie have gone that probably would have, you know, bumped it up a little bit for you? 
like what are some changes that you think could have taken place um <laughs> davis pulls out his notepad you guys can't see it because <laughs> <but. laughs> uh, this is this is where we ultimately want to go like what what do you think kind of held this movie back or what could have been added that that would have took it to the next level would have made it a, yeah. a instant classic Honestly, I, I've been waiting for this moment for, for 15 years. <laughs> but for, first of all, I'll just say it should have been more towards the books. I did read the book too and then did okay. some research because like I, I've done deep dives on this. I know it's it's just like me and probably like one other guy. I'm like Malaysia probably. <laughs> but but <laughs> like initially like Will Smith, like Dr. Robert never, oh, he should have been the villain in this mm. movie. Mm-hmm. And like it should have been like I know the title is I Am Legend, and what like at least like in the books because like like there's been two adaptations from the books like the original book that came out in 1956. Robert Neville like he basically he was like what we think of like vampires and you know like Bigfoot like Sasquatch those type of things like they're the legends so yeah like we're afraid of them like if we if we encounter them so like that's how like Dark Seekers feel about like Robert Neville. Like he's this legend. He he goes out. He hunts them. It's kind of like Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Slayer, like that kind of vibe. <laughs> um, so like, like with that kind of title, and given that like that to Will Smith in in this role, like I, I know like especially back then he was all like, oh cookie cutter, like I'm gonna do this, like have have these good roles. That's why he, one reason he passed up Django and all this other stuff. So like mm -hmm. being a villain type thing wasn't like in his forte. But more or less, like he needed like his Denzel Alonzo training day moment, mm. and like it was it was there for the taking. And for whatever uh, reason, if you could say it's him, director, studio, it, it wasn't there. So, so that's the first thing I would have done. Have it have it so where like it's just it's more true and more accurate to the book, where mm. the dark seekers are legit afraid of him. I, I guess kind of like in reverse, like at night, instead of like him just bunkering down, like he's going out and he's going on, on a killing spree. <laughs> and they're the ones that are are being afraid of him, trying to hide the set and the third. So that's why, like, even like with, with the way it started slow, but like we just jumped from that. Like, it's just this this weird, awkward guy talking to mannequins and then just going out and he's just going to work on, the, on the, these, these random dark seekers. I feel like that captivates people more. So yeah. that's initially what I would have done, like with with the plots. To jump in with that, Davis, like, and I think at this point we can kind of skip through the movie a little bit. I think at the end, so when this movie ultimately fell off to me was near, I guess, near the beginning of the third act when I introduced some more people, some more characters, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it didn't fall off because the movie just became super uninteresting because of these characters. I just thought there was nothing for them to do. And kind of going off of your villain role, right? I thought it would have been interesting to play this, not necessarily as a mystery, but keep it ambiguous as to if Will Smith is really the good guy of this film the whole time, which like they don't really do in this one. But I guess if you we talk about the alternate ending in a bit, they try to go that route. But with this one, I thought they did some scenes when he met the so later in the movie he meets a, a woman and a and a kid, and they had this moment where. The kid's like watching Shrek and then he's yeah. like quoting it like word for word, but it wasn't funny. It was just kind of like, 
very awkward and unsettling that he knew all the words and you could tell that he hasn't talked to people in a long time and i was like oh this is cool because he's actually a weirdo like we've been watching this movie the whole time thinking like oh he's just cool living here for three years by himself and it's fine but when they come around they're like yo this dude is strange like he threw the eggs and whatever when he's like i was saving that bacon like there's all these moments that were kind of sinister but because he's will smith you're like no he's the good guy and it's fine like in my mind what i was thinking was um the cloverfield lane movie kind of like that right where um what's the john goodman yeah john goodman's character where you're like is he at first you're like oh he's just this guy that's really super over prepared but then as the movie goes on you're like Mm -hmm. no something's wrong with this guy and i felt like will smith could have been that in this film where you slowly unravel that he's you know this craze like even if you didn't show me the lab at the beginning right where near towards the middle of the movie then you realize like oh like she stumbles upon it that he's just downstairs murdering dark seekers (laughs) trying Mm -hmm. to test on men women and children dark seekers the entire time um that type of stuff i think is kind of compelling to make this movie do a little bit more than will be be the hero so yeah i'm i'm down with that with that Davis, like I was thinking something similar to that while I was watching. Like, this would have been interesting if he was not Will Smith. Like, if he didn't have to be the the hero of the film. Yeah. So I like that Will Smith kind of being the villain. Um, what else you got, Mia? Did you have anything? I know Davis got his, uh, his notepad. I'm I'm in the minority where I I love this movie as is. Loved. Wow. I liked. I liked. Oh, well, okay. You enjoyed so, it. I enjoyed it. I didn't okay. think that I needed anything else. Like when I saw the ultimate ending, which we'll probably talk about in in depth. When I saw it, I was like, "Yeah, that definitely makes more sense." But at the time, I he was a hero. He saved America, Independence Day. <laughs> you know, I was perfectly mm-hmm. yeah. But but these are good changes you guys are saying now in retrospect. In retrospect, it would have been cool because they even hinted at one point where he told Sam like today's my birthday you know that could have been like maybe on his birthday or the anniversary when his his wife and child died is when he goes on those killing sprees like they could have just easily mm-hmm. put that in there just unhinged yeah yeah i think that i think what davis was saying of him just playing it a little less like hero good guy because i don't think it's broken broken the way he played it but i don't think will smith gave it anything more than just like i'm will smith and i'm the the protagonist of the movie mm-hmm. where there's some gray areas that he could have played around in a little bit more to make to make it more to make it make more sense to be what's a guy that lived by himself obsessed with saving the world when the world's already kind of been destroyed what's his mind like as opposed to he goes to the, mm-hmm. the video store and hits on a mannequin is he he kept saying ground zero a lot it was, i don't know it's it was I guess they're in New York, so it made sense. But like all these years later, the fact he just kept being like, "This is my ground zero. I have to stay here." I'm like, "Okay, yeah, yeah. all right." It kind of seemed like a double entendre for that. Yeah, yeah. it's a bit like uh, Will Smith stops nine eleven. Like, oh. <laughs> oh, interesting movie. Um, so I think earlier. Like around this time, we probably get a couple more flashbacks, but throughout the movie, the flashbacks kind of tell tell the tale of what was happening leading up to 
like what what happened to his family and these types of things. I thought some of the flashbacks were pretty cool with the they're very um very COVID nineteen ish, where like people were trying to to go and get in somewhere and they had the little scanners on the forehead. I was like, oh, uh, uh, temperature's too hot. Or they were looking at people's eyes and they're like, ah, and he was like, scanner again. And I did like this. Like I thought Will was, yeah. Will, Will was acting his behind off in this one when he was like, I am, I think he was like Lieutenant Colonel Robert Neville, uh, scam my wife again. Uh, and a scene, a part in this that was cool, which I, I felt like I wish there was a little bit more flashback action too, was I wanted to see what the symptoms kind of look like. Cause there was a lady that was like, yo, take my kid. I'm not sick. And then she was like bleeding out of her eyeballs and i was like whoa (laughs) like (laughs) she should not be out here she shouldn't be that close to anything like she's like take my kid and willow's like why can't we take that kid and will rightfully so just ignored that little white lady and kept on moving (laughs) (laughs) and i get it just we ain't got the time i can't save them all um but yeah all right so what else we got what what kind of so can we talk about like the best scene from the movie with yes. uh, what is it? with Fred? That the best scene. Okay. 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 Well, I like this. It scene. was a, I did like it this was scene. from Fred to like the arc with Sam, the dog. Mm-hmm. Like that. I that like had the, me in yeah. my feelings. That had me in my feelings. That that whole part right there. And it's now that you guys are discussing it. Like, I don't understand why he didn't pick up on the fact that the Dark Seekers were smart because they straight up home alone you and you <laughs> you still are out here thinking that they're just savages. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I don't want to be too picky about that, but I mean, yeah, you're right. But I guess, like, that's part of it, just like with something just being off with him, just because I'm sure, like, a little bit, he's like, Fred, like, how did you, like, legit get out of here? get out right. of here like i know like we talk every day type thing just like but like are you are you real type thing so like mm-hmm. so which i guess for like for the dark seekers is just the fact like they they know what he does and so like i felt like that would have been like a good rivalry that like they, they touched on but like it, it could have been more i guess i just, just ultimately just just wanted more mm-hmm. from the, from those interactions yeah the fred scene is good though because he loses his mind. What are you doing out here, Fred? No, no. <laughs> like, he was just just upset. So this is another IMDb thing that I saw. And I don't know, you might have read this one. But Fred was an actual person. Like, there was a, a mime that played Fred the mannequin. And so he slightly moves a little bit. And the director did that on purpose to kind of play with your mind. Even in the video mm-hmm. store... The mannequins are there are all played by people. So they kind of shift and move just slightly. Um, I didn't notice it in the movie. Like I went back and I kind of noticed it a bit because now I'm staring at it. And I don't know if subconsciously it was supposed to be working. Like, I think that's a cool idea to be like, mm. just make things a little bit more unsettling. But I think that would lend itself more to if Will Smith wasn't really all there. Right. If we're playing into this, like this dude might be might be pr- crazy. Um. But yeah, he gets home alone and this scene frustrated me. So he, after the trap or whatever, and he woke up and he like fell on his knife after cutting himself Mm -hmm. free, 
he does this thing where he like slowly scooches away for like 45 minutes mm-hmm. instead of like mm-hmm. hopping on one leg. Yeah. And I was like, I know this is for tension. Like, but yeah. in real life, this is stupid, right? <laughs> like he, yeah. he's staring at these dogs and he's like scooching away like my 19 month old daughter. Like, why are we why are we doing this? <laughs> and he's just like staring at these vicious dogs, scooching away. Um, and, I was, and then he turns around and he gets up and basically runs yes. by the time he gets to the end of it, right? Yeah. You had that in you the whole time? <laughs> I was so If you see hairless dogs, you get up and run on that that leg. You're just going to do it. Um, oh, so there's an interesting thing with the, the dogs. Y'all probably saw this too. Like, I like that. So I did like that there were little Easter eggs for when you're watching a movie, you kind of get a little extra stuff. Like, and it was weird that it was always on people's fridge. There was exposition. Yeah. Like, I think when Will Smith opened it, you saw him on the cover of Time magazine and it was like, Dr. Whatever, whatever, trying to solve the problem. So he went into someone's house and he opened up the fridge and it said the dogs can come out at dusk on like one of the newspapers. And then so in the scene later, you see that the dark secret dude sent the dogs out because he can't go out yet, but the dogs can kind of stand there and wait for the sun to set. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I really wasn't paying attention the first time I ever saw it. I just assumed it was dark enough. But it was a really interesting scene with like the light slowly coming down and the dogs could finally pass the light or whatever. Mm. But okay, but yeah, that makes was, more sense. Cause I was like, why yeah. why didn't he come? Yeah. So there's a couple like and they're all it's all fridge and newspaper exposition on on the side <laughs> of stuff. It's very like Resident Evil on PlayStation 2, where you like pick up the different notes while you're walking around and just like, oh, and you read a bit of the story. That's what was <laughs> happening there. Um but yeah. Sam get gets into it with one of the the hairless dogs, mm-hmm. and uh, that scene was pretty sad when he took Sam back, and uh, first the clump of fur came out, and I was like, "Oh no!" Mm-hmm. And, it was and then you find out her name was actually Samantha. I was like, "Oh, it was a female dog too. That was your buddy this whole time." So it didn't hit, it wouldn't hit you if it was a male dog. It's tough. That's tough. Fair, I guess. Wow. He did call the dog he called the dog baby and I was confused and so when it was a woman, when it was a girl dog, I was like, oh, okay. Got you. Because he was oh, like, so oh, that, baby. So that's okay. He, he couldn't call the male hey, don't, dog don't baby. Try, don't try to flip things I'll flip, I'll here. flip it. I'll put this thing down, <laughs> flip it and reverse it. <laughs> Regardless, it was it was sad with, with what, what happened to Sam. Yes, it was sad. Because he had to headlock that dog out. Right. Did you? Why'd you have that to was, choke her out? That was pretty wild. Oh, yeah. Um, Which, I mean, I I somewhat get, but like, just like you said, like he was on the cover of, of Time, this Dr. Robert Neville. Like, I felt like there would have been an easier, less hurt, hurtful way he to. Had, he had a bunch of, he to, had a lab. End, yeah, had to end lab. that relationship or to more or less end her life. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I thought, and maybe I was just adding this to the movie. For some reason, I thought he tried to cure Sam when he, yeah, like, because he did it with the rat or whatever. And so I thought he tried to cure it and then see if it worked. And then when he saw that the hair and the eyes mm. and the whatever were happening, okay, that makes sense. He realized it wasn't going to well, work. Well, even with that, I mean, that's probably with the world we live in now, but like 
with COVID vaccines. It was like, okay, like he, he gave her the vaccine and he waited what two seconds. He's like, okay, mm-hmm. it's it's not work. It's not working. It's a wrap. Yeah. Like, hey, <laughs> sir, can we can we at least wait an hour? You right. Know, just like they say, twenty four to forty eight hours you might <laughs> feel right. some pain or, or or something. So, but I get it. You get, you get all attested to like him just not being there and just just wanting fast results. Mm. So this kind of, I think once Sam dies, we basically get to beginning of the third act where like he mm-hmm. kind of just gets reckless and does kind of what Davis was pitching, right? Where he's going out and he's just running over hundreds of dark seekers on the deck, just going ham, murdering stuff. And I was like, that's the kill spree. Is that kind of the kill spree we were looking for, Davis? Or kind more, of. But- more methodical. Definitely more methodical, but at that it was just like, why? And it, it was yeah, just because like, are you just and in your life you're just okay, like you, you have no hope type thing, or or like what's the reason? Like just because you can, because like leading up to it, it seemed like he was afraid of the dark seekers, hence why like he was hiding like with with a good reason he, he was hiding mm-hmm. in in his house. So like coming to to that actor was just. Like even like when I was sitting there, I was like, "Like, what's happening now? Like, why is this happening?" Like, I was still into it, but it was, yeah, it was really just why. How do we? How did we get from from there to there? Mm. So I thought this part was stupid. <laughs> um, because yeah, like you said, why is he no longer scared? But then also, like the white savior of the woman showing up at this point and. And I think she's actually think she's, South American. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know, I know we're that type of podcast, but uh, I think she's definitely a person of color. Oh, she definitely is. <laughs> My bad. You, hey, you're on a roll, so I was just gonna let you go. Well, with, with that, I can. I like. I'm okay with it. But I'm 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 definitely biased because I know you said like the Fred scene was, was a great scene, which it is, but my personal favorite scene is like after like of course the white South American whatever savior, like 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 that next morning it's like and like they're talking and she like she gives her name and she's like, Oh yeah, like we're from Maryland. And so that was great because <laughs> I'm from Maryland and like I saw that theater in Maryland like on Christmas break so like of course like the whole theater like erupted so like that's <laughs> like you have your end game moments like this this is my this version is of, of my of my end game like see it's just someone's someone's proud and like essentially that's I guess like one saving grace is like well in the end, someone from Maryland helped Will Smith save the world. So what? we have that. We have that. She's like on your left. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think with that scene, um, I guess I was confused as to how she managed to get rid of all the dark stalkers to save Will Smith because it didn't seem like. I don't know. She didn't seem like she was like a tactical army, whatever, like a a militarized type individual, like her mm-hmm. with the little boy. I guess they showed up with like a UV flare machine that scared them all away. Like, I 
I get the point of the scene where, you know, you have somebody save and then it's kind of this inciting incident so that now we can get the third act to happen where like, oh, they, she didn't, she went back to his house. He tells her not to go back to the house at night, wait till it's daytime. And then she's like, but you were bleeding out. So I had to help you out. Um, but yeah, it was just, it does come kind of come out of nowhere. I think. So ahead. he had the knife in him this whole time. <laughs> and his like, leg? Yeah. He never yeah. pulled out the knife. It was adrenaline. No, I thought he pulled it out. I I would assume he pulled it out. I think they just, they showed, they flashed it. Yeah, I think he pulled it out. Because there's no way he had the knife in his leg, went home, killed his dog, and then got in the car again with that knife in his leg. I feel like he had the knife in his leg while he was jumping out the dog. Unhinged Robert Neville in Davis's movie definitely keeps the knife in the leg. 100%. Absolutely. 100%. That's the movie we want. Um, you know that kid is that boy from Ozark. Yeah. Oh. Which is, wow. Yeah, which is crazy. I was like, oh, he's the um now I can't remember anybody's name. Wyatt. He's Wyatt from Ozark. Mm. And I was like, nice. But I don't think he said a word. But I was super excited that he was in that movie. Good for him. Got to act with Will Smith and then I got him in the Ozark. I just assumed that's what did it. Um so get a little bit of character stuff here. Will does the crazy Shrek thing we talked about. She's really God fearing or something. Yeah, very religious, very o- overt religious. Which, hey, COVID nineteen <laughs> pandemic is right on brand. We're gonna she, be those. She didn't take but... <laughs> that cancer vaccine. Let's see, which, which is fine, I guess. For that, I. I kind of wish like they just explored her story. I mean, even though like we had no idea who she was, where she was type thing. So I, I get that part of it, but like some of it, I wish it was kind of just like leading up to this moment, just like, oh, like can Anna and or Ethan like meet up with Robert Neville at some point? Mm. Because I know like, at least like when that is okay, well, I guess this is reference, like this is how she's going to end. Like all these, <laughs> these dark secrets, just, just eating him alive. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was weird that she had survived that long and was like immediately trusting of Will Smith. Like even when he was like being creepy and pulled a gun on them at breakfast, she was still just like, he just needs some time. And I'm just like, ah, three years, this guy could be anybody. So, and that kind of goes back to when I was like, oh, maybe if he was the villain, it, it works where this part is a little less like, oh, the Brady Bunch and everything's tied up in a nice little, nice little bow. And more of a don't go in my lab, right? Or don't go in the basement. Uh, Because she goes down there. Yeah, she goes down there at some point to bring him coffee. And she sees like a dark seeker on the table being like, (laughs) like experimented on. She's like, hmm. Oh, you killed all of these? And she's looking at all these Polaroids that he has on the thing. She's like, right. Unfazed. Interesting. (laughs) I was just like, "This this is the weird part of the movie. This is the, oh. The guy that quotes Shrek and lives by himself and is mad because of bacon is doing weird experiments in his basement. Like, she was more weirded out that he was a Bob Marley fan than the fact that he had that lab. We had a whole scene of that. (laughs) Just him explaining the discography of Bob Marley. (laughs) And then didn't she say Damien? Like, (laughs) There's no way you know who Damien Marley is and not Bob Marley. Exactly. Insane. Insane. It's like somebody going like, 
Oh, you know, Michael Jackson and the Jackson 5. Oh, you mean Tito? <laughs> no. <laughs> we're, not, we're not skipping Michael Jackson to talk about Tito and Jermaine. Oh, you mean the Jackson brothers? Yeah, so weird. But they stayed there for so long. Um, I'm not a Bob Marley, like, fan, so I guess I didn't get this, but I guess his album is called Legend that she was, that he was showing her. And I was like, oh, Uh, okay that's true i was like okay but yeah there's we had time for that i guess um let's just hop to the action part of this right i guess this is when he realizes that all of these dark seekers have found out where he lives Mm -hmm. um and then he has like this home alone setup outside which doesn't really work because it's just like burned your house down. It's right. one set of explosions and then that's it. Um so let me back up. One thing with this movie that because it's so old aged poorly to me was the CGI. And I felt like the the monsters being completely CGI was kind of dumb. I thought they looked worse because they were stretch mouth monsters. Versus just like yeah. shambly make makeup, whatever. I don't know. I guess they probably look a little bit too much like zombies, but they basically look like rubber zombies. Um, and I just thought they could have went practical with that. And it would have been, it would have made it a little bit more realistic or scary or whatever to me. But it was like these stretch face monsters. I didn't get it. Like, what was the point? You're right. That's what it is. It's usually like back then they would use a lot more of costume and makeup and then a little bit of CGI in there. Yeah, they went heavy. They went they went full full on. <laughs> you never go full CGI back then. <laughs> no one does full CGI. You're not Spider-Man too. Yeah, and I say unless you have the budget. <laughs> I, I guess even like piggybacking off that as well, I felt like even like, yeah, they're called dark seekers, but like some people say zombies, some people say vampires, some people say like a mix. So even like with that, like I feel like the way like dark seekers would have stuck for everyone, like if we like established the rules, just so mm-hmm. you know, like in time traveling movies, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like there's, there's all these types of movies, like they all have like diff- different rules and stuff, like which is fine. Like in their universe, like these are the rules, and you just mm-hmm. have to like accept them. Like there weren't rules of like, like it was just like implied, like they only come out at night. But like, what else? Like, is garlic yeah. involved? Like, is is there any zombie or vampire rules that that apply? Yeah, because we don't even some... really know if they eat people. We don't know what they do. Yeah, but besides just like just screaming in someone's face, really. Yeah. yeah, like which is intimidating, but <laughs> like if, if, if that if, if that's worst case scenario, then you can right. destroy. You can, you can go to Times Square in the middle of the night. Yeah, I think Mia, that's actually a good. Maybe that's something that was bothering me. This movie too was I didn't know what was scary about them, besides them all being bald white men, or I guess there's some <laughs> women in there too, but besides them being just bald pale people. They they didn't seem to do like Will Smith was like running from them, but I was like, does he know what they? Is he just scared of them because he doesn't know what they are? Maybe they just needed like another person to get eaten, so I would be like, oh, they eat people, right? Or or something like that, or even just like going back like to the thriller video, just the fact that like they still look like people, 
but mm-hmm. they're still zombies. But just like yeah. you said, it was just like just stretchy, Play-Doh looking, yeah. rubber. It's like okay, yeah, still kind of scary, especially back then. But now it's like mm, okay, yeah, it doesn't, worse. it doesn't hold up anymore. Yeah, so you get them kind of breaking into this house. Um, two of them come in. One's like the leader guy, and you can tell he's the leader because he wears a jacket, like everybody else <laughs> yeah. doesn't. Um, <laughs> he wears a jacket and they basically break into the house and like a million more come through the ceiling we end up in the lab and then from the lab when you get down there the um anna she notices that oh you kind of cured this one like she's starting to come back and be normal they lock themselves behind this glass and then this is i think this is where like the alternate ending stuff comes into play mm-hmm. but with the the ending that I saw was the one where he's like, "Oh, take the blood, the bloods, the cures in her blood. You guys go in this coal shoot, and then and you just want to send one vial. <laughs> you didn't want to have a couple of backups. Like we got some time. Um... <laughs> uh, it's 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 not even that for me. I mean, like he, I don't say like at the moment I I, I saw it, it was. I, like he was like okay just just go here type thing and it's like but like he literally could have gotten the shoot he literally could have just like let the grenade go throw the grenade go in the shoot like i i'll, I'll never understand that <laughs> right there was no need to sacrifice especially when she goes there's room for all of us in here and he's like no <laughs> exactly so like yeah. i felt like that's more that's more just like will smith, will smith like yeah. Be being the hero, like I gotta be the which, guy, which I get, but like I know, like we've been talking about arcs, but like I felt like at this point he was going through like a different arc, just like with the movies, like he was in, just like with I'm Legend, Pursuit of Happiness, Hitch, I Robots. That's probably like his second, second and a half to between second and third arc, like of his mm-hmm. career, compared to like you know, like Independence Day, Men in Black, Bad Boys, Ali. So like I felt like with the former four that that I named, that could have been completely different. With like with his mindset and stuff, he it's it's a whole thesis I have on it. But <laughs> I just felt like it would have been more legendary. Ah, uh-huh. yes. If <laughs> if the necessary steps were taken or weren't taken in this movie. Mm-hmm. That's fair. So do you feel like the the alternate ending, the one where he kind of realizes he's he is the legend, he's the guy. I guess that's the ending that they tested and everybody was like, nah. I can't remember if people didn't like it or if the studio Yeah, that's was just exactly like, it. They tested it with the audience and I was like, no, I don't like it. I've heard that. I've heard like it was accidentally leaked, so then they changed it. I heard Will was adamant, like he didn't want to do, he didn't want to go, go out that way. A, mm. So, who who knows what what to believe? I mean, like when the first time like, I saw the alternate ending, like I liked it better, just because like when I was like he didn't have to die, like mm-hmm. I didn't see the need for it for him to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the movie wasn't building up to that, and I think when it when it ends in this version, when he like does the grenade and runs into the thing, like it's 
it's one of those things that on paper you're like, oh, that looks cool. Like Will Smith like ran into a guy with a grenade and exploded everybody and saved the day. But right, definitely. But based on the way the movie was going, he sh- he shouldn't have wanted to kill himself. <laughs> like it wasn't the it was just a really weird like at the beginning of the third act when before he got saved you're like all right he's in this mindset where maybe he's trying to kill himself but after all the explanation the whole butterfly thing that was so on the nose at this part that i was kind of like i don't like it when she's like look at the butterfly and then the glass just like butterflies and i was like no it's too much it's too much um i feel like on the alternate ending and i can't remember i i don't i haven't seen it recently the the dark seekers wife whatever she had a butterfly tattoo wasn't that what yeah. it was yeah and the dark seeker he draws a butterfly with his hand yeah like he makes it the print mm-hmm. like he's communicating like i want her because she has the butterfly and gets her attention gets his attention that way i thought that was yeah made sense that actually works a lot because we're building through this movie and they didn't do it as well as they could have we're building that the dark seekers were not stupid right that mm-hmm. they were this civilized like they had some stuff going along and he was the the weird person like will smith was the like davis was saying was the monster the legend and so when he's just like running face first into the glass we kind of just erase all of that like oh they are just savage monsters that are trying to get in and whatever versus like no they're literally just here they're risking their lives to save one of their own which makes which is a way better movie mm-hmm. like that movie has a point i don't know yeah because at the end of the day like deep deep down in their souls like dark seekers are still human right mm-hmm. got you yeah because i think after and... this go ahead okay so yeah i was getting to that so mm-hmm. In the original version, we see them driving down some Vermontian road in the fall, because New England in the fall is beautiful, and they get to this <laughs> fortress. Supposedly. And, <laughs> and yeah, she she was a believer, and she was right. There is a colony of people just chilling, and I don't know. I've seen uh, other movies where they have colonies, and it's, they never just open the door. Like, did you not see before they were scanning people's eyes like that? I feel like they wouldn't have just welcomed her and the kid with open arms. They would have definitely been like, hey, where you come from? (laughs) Hey, whose mask is this? I think they had the little scanner on the gate. I think it went doot, 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 like when they came through. But no, that gate wasn't um, anywhere near, like that fortress wasn't anywhere near um, fortified enough to stop Mm-mm. monsters that can climb up. Yeah, the if, they decided, if they decided to go World War Z on them and Ooh. just climb up the walls. Will Smith should have been in World War Z. Instead of Brad Pitt? Instead of Brad Pitt, Dr. Robert Neville should have just, <sighs> World War Z and this movie should have just fused together and just been what they were supposed to be. That's it. It's the same movie, isn't it? Essentially, yeah, yeah. Essentially, they're kind of the same film. Just World War Z knows that it's silly and then just continues to be silly. This movie was like, it's silly, but this is a serious think piece that Will Smith was in. It's like, not really. Uh, it's his legend. Yeah, and 
I think it just kind of goes off, right? Yeah, she yeah she does like an over a voiceover, voiceover. and she's talking yeah. about like this is his legend as he saved the day. Yeah. So Davis, what else would have fixed this, man? Give me, give me at least one more. I need one more nugget of what what would have took this movie to the next level. Definitely the ending. I mean, the ultimate ending is, is better, but I don't know. I, I guess I've, I've always been been stuck on, on that. I guess just I guess you can't get too graphic since it was PG thirteen, but <laughs> essentially, like if you just like cuts the head off the the leader in front of everyone and then like that way they know like he is truly like a whatever dark seeker slayer or whatever what however you want to you want to phrase it wow yeah i mean let, let's just <laughs> let's just go for it and go just for act it. like yeah i mean will smith of today that's gone around slapping people yes mia we were so close <laughs> I'm so hurt. I'm so hurt. We were so close. Will Smith just opens up the door and slaps the Dark Seeker in the face. Oh man. It's terrible. But but just like just just going fact, like it's it's called I Am Legend. And like I I, I get like he he's a legend, like yes, he sacrificed, like he made the vaccine. But like outside of of Anna, like how is this going to how how's this tale going to be told year after year? Just like like okay, he killed the the night zombies, great, or the the, the dark seekers. Sorry, mm, but like night zombies it, works it, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like is, is the vaccine named after him or or something? Like mm-hmm. is, is there is there a statue? Like. I, I guess I just I just wanted like just more confirmation of like how is he legendary? Mm. So before we wrap so, up, oh go ahead. Uh, so I don't know if we're going to the same place, but be. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, we were going. <laughs> yeah, <there>. yeah. So <laughs> so with the alternate ending, another reason why that works so much better is because they leave it ambiguous. He's driving away with Anna and it's kind of showing his arc because he was definitely a pessimist and was like, there are no more people. Like there is no free colony. And she was like, no, I know they are. And so we have this whole thing where he may not fully believe, but he's at least going with you because he didn't want to leave New York. He's going. And so we can have a whole second movie of what do they find beyond New York? Because there is talks as, you know, Michael B. Jordan and Will Smith said that there is a potential sequel in the works. Don't need it. I don't. I don't think the sequel. I think the, like the sequel doesn't go anywhere. Like just in my mind, well, it, it really just, can't because of the way the movie ended. The, the theatrical ending. Sure, it can't but go even, anywhere. even the original. I don't think. What else do you need to see? Nothing. But <laughs> I, I, I've always heard. I heard like they're gonna do a prequel, which they obviously didn't. I mean, there, there's still a chance. Mm-hmm. Which at this point, I don't know. Like, like the idea of a prequel back then would have been interesting, right? 
but in my mind now that we've done that story to death whether it's i am legend or it's resident evil or it's world war z or it's contagion like at this point we've done virus takes over the world start beginning middle end that prequel is unnecessary at this point because there's nothing really different about it the the unique part of it was will smith versus these zombie vampire monsters whatever because other than that it's just will smith in a zombie movie or whoever's in a zombie movie and it can be any zombie movie now and you call it i am legend at the beginning same thing like i just think we've as a society have just killed zombies and viral outbreaks and now with us actually living through basically one of those like mm, we don't have to go back and do that <laughs> like i don't i don't need you to write no. a story about it anymore <laughs> I get it. It's not as fun. There's way less zombies and it's just a lot of just sitting at home watching Netflix. So I don't know. But yeah, I was kind of going there too. Where I was like, so what do, what do we do next with this? But I think the answer is nothing. I think we let it <laughs> we let it go and we find something new. We focus on an IP that we really want Will Smith to do right to. That's what we want. We want that to come back. Will Smith and the elves versus the orcs. Very problematic mm. stuff. Didn't I'm he, good on that. Spoiler alert, did he did he die in that? No, he didn't, because he's he didn't. He's the chosen one. Yes. Yeah. Man, that movie. We should watch that. Let's have Davis back for that. We're not gonna have you back Davis, for that. Davis not even Davis wants to go through that. <laughs> we want I want no, you to it's... Uh, yeah, that's I'm what just... I, I want. I'm 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 not as passionate in brides as I am for like like I'm Legend obviously I Robot I Robot Focus those are solid love, that we could watch. We'll, we'll I, love, I love Focus. I'm, I I know Mia has her her qualms about the third act and going to Argentina just acting a fool. Yes, very much so. Yeah, Focus Focus <laughs> is fun for a while. Like I really enjoy Focus for. It. I think maybe I stop at the same spot. Like it was a good movie, and then it becomes a different movie. If you guys want to rate this one, let's uh let's rate let's do it. Let's, let's rate, rate it. I Am Legend. Uh, so here at Better Movie Maybe, each reviewer gets to rate a movie based on a scale of their own choosing. This can be anything and everything. Uh, ultimately, we do this because ratings don't matter. You're allowed to like what you want to like and enjoy what you want to enjoy. So what do you guys rate uh, I Am Legend? Oh, also a random fact that I read about was that this movie got shipped around a lot where they're trying to figure out who would star in it and who would do it. At some point, Arnold Schwarzenegger was... Oh, that would have been be a better lead. movie for sure. Um, And That's actually... At a certain point, Michael Bay was signed on to be the director with Will Smith, but then they did Bad Boys instead. I don't know what a last man on earth, I Am Legend with Michael Bay would look like. That's probably pretty exciting. They did Bad Boys 2 instead? Yeah, Bad Boys 2. Like apparently Michael Bay was supposed to get on this one and they're supposed to do whatever. But they're like, let's just go do Bad Boys too, which, depending a bad on decision, that's probably a better decision, especially for him for Michael Bay. That would have been weird to see him try to do a movie like this. Um, was anybody waiting for that mannequin to talk to Will Smith when he went back and he was like, "Please say something." 
I just wanted it to I wanted it to move. I was staring at it like Absolutely. I was like, what's gonna happen here? Is this mannequin gonna do something? Is this are this is this the movie I've been waiting for? Also, Will Smith and then it turns it turns into like <laughs> Lars and the girl <laughs> and he's carrying the mannequin around. <laughs> <laughs> also, Will Smith was super yoked in this movie. Just they had a scene of him just getting super swole. For no reason yep. at all, and I loved it. I was, I was like, this dude was so. He was easy. swole, but at the same time, his form for pull-ups were awful. Not it. Awful. Kipping so hard. <laughs> and I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, "Oh, Will Smith's so swole. He's doing those pull-ups." And I was like, "This is just hyperextension. Like that's not that's not it." And then he was not getting up after a couple of those. Well, I mean, he didn't have a he didn't have a trainer anymore, so he wasn't he didn't have a gym membership. That's fair. To teach him the the correct form. His his dog was his personal trainer, so I can see that. And who's he who's he impressing? Right, he's just he needs those muscles. Fred Wilson for Fred. Fred. <laughs> um. They get to New York. I thought they blew up all of the bridges. Like, how did Anna get Great to that point? <laughs> he was kind of right. yeah. He was supposed to be isolated because it was quarantined, right? The whole island. Mm-hmm. See, you start mm. you start asking too many questions. Mm. Back roads. So I'll rate it off of my favorite alternate title of this movie um so that scale using the original the movie the omega man right and then we do i am legend the my favorite alternate of this movie would have been will smith's glass man on earth welcome to earth all right i'm gonna do for on a scale of um will smith songs that capture this movie on a scale of um, summertime to getting jiggy with it, I'm going to give this just the two of us. <laughs> Solid. Okay, on a, a scale from guest appearances from Blossom to the Grand Norton show, I'll rate this and all of us. <laughs> mm. Nice. I love it. So this has been I Am Legend. Uh, available now. Once again, this is streaming on HBO Max. So if you haven't seen it or if you need to go back and check it out one more time, uh check it out. I think it's worth a watch. Uh, but before yeah. we go, I always we always like to thank our guests for coming on. Davis, we appreciate you coming on, man. Um, it's always a blast. We'll have to just do a Will Smith marathon and set it up. Uh, <laughs> um, where can the people find you if they're looking for you, man? If they want to find some some more Davis content, you can find me on Twitter, Davis M. Wallace. And the only other thing I would say, I I need to apologize from last time in regards to King Richard. 
I should have went out on the limb. I should have said it was his Oscar moments. I think about mm. that monthly. <laughs> and ever since then, I it, it seems like the, the fact though I was the reason for the slap. I apologize <laughs> to every to everyone. <laughs> I, I, I accept full responsibility. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Uh man, well we thanks thanks again, Davis, for hopping on. Um, this is a good time. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, always fun to have you on. Uh, once again, this is Better Movie Maybe. We have new episodes every Tuesday. Make sure to check us out on Instagram where you can see what we have coming up next. Uh, we also please slide in the DMs. Let us know if there's anything you want to watch, or if you want to be a guest on the show. Let us know. Maybe we can work it out watch a movie that you want to watch and we can hate on it or love it together. Um, make sure you tell a friend about the show, share it with somebody, share it with one friend and they share it with another. And then it just turns into a whole multi-level marketing scheme. We could do that. Let's go for it. But once again, better movie, maybe thanks for listening until next time. Peace.